Welcome to the Coffee Buzz. I'm Bradley Brumley from Jonesboro, Arkansas. Thanks for listening. Today, I'm going to tell you the story about that one time I was in a band. Hey, welcome back, or welcome if you're new to the show. Lately, I've been starting the show off by having some coffee, so let's do that. This usually doesn't happen, but today I found a cold brew coffee that I don't like. It's called Lucky Jack, and by all the reviews, I'm supposed to love this coffee, but I just don't. I, uh, I got the flavor called Old School. It's low in acid, and it's made from all organic ingredients. Also, it's slightly carbonated, which I think may have been the turnoff. It's not fully carbonated, but there is carbonation going on. I don't know, but it has this aftertaste. It just lingers a bit too long, and it's a really bitter aftertaste at that, which is weird because I usually like bitter, but apparently I've met my match with this Lucky Jack. Maybe... Some of the other flavors are better. Um, The package is cool, so check that out. I'm going to put some pictures up on my website. And if you haven't been to my website, I highly recommend it. Um, Not just because it's my website. I mean, I say this with the utmost humility. I just think you'd like it. So check it out, thecoffeebuzzpodcast.com. A few people have asked me why I say in my introduction that I'm Bradley Brumley from Jonesboro, Arkansas, since I live in Texas. My buddy Scott gave me that moniker years ago, and I just thought it sounded good. I also wanted to distinguish myself from all the other Bradley and Brad Brumleys out there. There are several out there, and... The competition for top Brad Brumley is fierce. In fact, I just connected with one on LinkedIn today. Um, If you have this name, apparently you're compelled to either start a YouTube channel or a podcast and just share your talents with the world. One of the ways I did that was I started a band when I lived in Phoenix with some friends, uh, Steve Spencer, Sean Heinmiller, and we called it Jonesboro. We took our sound from the Americana genre mainly. It started out as like late night jam sessions at Steve's house. We'd play Uncle Tupelo, Bob Dylan, Wilco, basically, you know, singer-songwriter type stuff. And we all had original songs as well. That was the cool thing about our project is someone, if they didn't like my voice, they could just wait to hear a good singer like Steve or Sean. And as the parties got bigger, uh, I decided to try to get us a gig. I would pitch our band to venues um, with no CD, no website or representation. Um, But I was able to sell it not because, you know, we were amazing or anything, but we had a following that liked to drink. And if, if you can get drinkers into the bar, they'll let you play anything. I could have been up there singing Gregorian chants and they would have been fine as long as people were buying the drinks. 
the first bar we played in Phoenix was called Angelo's and it, it had a roof that leaked. It looked like a condemned building, but they loved us. Um, on one rainy night we were playing and I thought we might start an electric fire or get electrocuted. Um, luckily someone put a pail down to collect the water next to the stage. I did love that old bar. Uh, I think they've closed it now. It's probably been torn down, got a high rise going there or something, but they did name a drink after us, which I thought was awesome. Uh, it was called, of course, the Jonesboro. It was our one claim to fame. <laughs> one of the things I found sort of odd about Phoenix was the lack of singer songwriter type musicians there, at least when I lived there. Um, there were some good ones, but I just felt like for a city of that size, there should have been more. I think this helped us uh, in terms of getting gigs. I mean, I thought we had a good sound, but we definitely benefited by having a fan base of serious drinkers. We did start playing nicer venues that didn't have holes in the ceilings. And uh, we ran one bar out of booze altogether. I remember it well. It was the 11-11 show, as in November the 11th, at this uh, neighborhood bar called House of Brews. I showed up with the equipment and started setting up. I was the only one in the bar besides the bartender. And he reluctantly, you know, he looks over at me. He said, so you're the musician, you know, all just like exasperated. And I told him, yeah, you know, uh, my buddies, uh, they're on their way and I'm just going to get set up before we sell this place out. And he started laughing at me. I said, bro, you might run out of beer with our fan base. And I said it as a joke, um, but that's actually what happened. Not only did he run out of beer, but alcohol together. Uh, it was it was pretty funny. We never really tried to make any money off the shows. Um, I would charge a $5 cover, but that was only to pay for the PA that I had to rent. Um, we didn't own our own sound system because it was pretty expensive. Um, and we never had really any delusions of grandeur about it. We weren't going to go on the road and open up for, you know, uh, modest mouse or anything, but, um, it just was such a great chapter in my life. Being creative with Sean and Steve was some of my favorite musical memories. And I've had a few Steve, um, Steve moved to California and I moved back to Texas and I pretty much thought it was over in terms of making music, but it actually took on a whole new form. Um, Steve has always been a sound engineer slash producer guru. He's too humble to say that himself, but the guy is mad talented. Um, well, I eventually started sending him songs. Um, I would just, you know, that I wrote just a vocal track and a guitar track. And he would then, he would send me these fully produced songs that sounded like we had this band again. Um, Steve is just, he's one of my favorite singers. The guy can put a harmony to anything. And the song I'm about to play is a perfect example of that. I wrote this one after uh, Kim and mine, our honeymoon. And we went to this bed and breakfast in this tiny Texas town. And it wasn't ex extravagant by any means. Um, it wasn't some all-inclusive resort or anything, but it was exactly what we needed after the stress of a wedding. And 
I had such a great time with her on that trip that I decided to put it in a song. that harmony when he sent that to me oh man I, you should have seen the look on my face i get chills i got chills when he sent it to me it's like that song just came alive um it was pretty much just like a musical equivalent of a doodle when i sent it to him um when we were in phoenix uh, steve had like this four track recorder that i think he bought off craigslist and we recorded a few songs on that but I like the zip drive didn't work or we couldn't get it to a CD. Uh, we would just like sit around and listen to it after we recorded it. But Steve has come a long way um, with his recording skills since the, back in the four track days. Now, I always liked writing songs about 
time travel or alien references. Um, I like to call it space folk, but I'm certain I did not coin that phrase. Um, but for a while, I was obsessed with the show Ancient Aliens. They had an episode about Einstein's Rosenbridge. Um, the story goes uh, like this. In 1935, physicist Albert Einstein and Nathan Rosen used the theory of general relativity to propose the existence of bridges through space-time. These paths, called Einstein-Rosen bridges, or wormholes, connect two different points in space-time, theoretically creating a shortcut that could reduce time travel and distance. So I thought this would make a great storyline for a song. I placed a broken-hearted time traveler on the wrong side of the bridge away from his true love.
heard this song when I sent it to Steve. It was three tracks. There was vocal, harmonica, and guitar. And I'm not a great guitar player. I play chords. I'm not like Sean. He was always um, doing the leads and playing the melodies and things like that. Um, I'm just sort of, uh, you know, if you want intricate finger picking, I'm not your guy. It was, the song was Bare Bones. And he just Steve took that song to a whole new level. Um, During the financial crisis of 2008, I was laid off. I think it was uh, two weeks between my jobs. So I decided to sit down and write a few songs. And one of those turned out to be probably my most popular. I don't want to build it up too much. I'm all about keeping expectations low, but it is the most listened to song on my SoundCloud. So just disclaimer up front, the song is a little twisted. Um, you have to remember, I was laid off, uh, the economy was in shambles, so I, I was super stressed. So a song about a serial killer slash CEO came out of that stress. This guy breaks out of jail so he can exact revenge on his enemies and also take over their businesses at the same time. This one is called Victim Number 9. Busted out of jail today No more wasting hours years of my last kill You could say it's way beyond my Do it again Corporate schemes and alibis Find your favorite neon sign Can't make the meeting Send the deck I'll pick up another chick, oh yeah In the quarter with a record year There's a time and a place that I Hell with all the law 
baseline that he puts on that song it's so good um i have a picture of uh, of us playing of him playing actually an accordion at one of our shows the dude can play anything mandolin bass i mean he's a multi-instrumentalist um i can't say enough good things and listening back to these songs it makes me miss those late arizona nights we would watch the sun come up playing pearl jam and beatles covers um, luckily, though, we do still get to work together. He helps me out on this podcast. So hopefully when I make it to California, we can record a song or an episode, maybe both. Hey, check out my Instagram. It's the Coffee Buzz PC and my website is thecoffeebuzzpodcast.com. You can go there for, I make a blog entry for each one of these episodes. Um, so check that out. At, uh, I put extra links and uh, stories in the blog post along with photos. And uh, I hope you enjoy it. I will talk to you guys next week. And as always, thanks for listening. <laughs>